Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Hutchison, and we are here on Monday, September 6th, Labor Day weekend. We are celebrating all of the ladies that went through labor and had children, as well as all of the people that work. I think Labor Day is about labor, about working. It's about celebrating the workforce. I do believe. If it's not, I don't know. Anyway, it's Labor Day. Hope you guys all had a great weekend. I am recording this before Labor Day weekend. We are heading to the Lake House in Michigan this weekend. So right after I get done recording this, we are zipping out there. In the last two weeks, me and my wife celebrated, or my wife and I celebrated our 15-year anniversary. We spent two days in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, which was cool. It was nice to go there and without the kids. What other big things happened? So Cigna in the Midwest decided that they were going to do a 30% fee decrease. Have you guys seen this? I I heard it's in the Midwest. I thought it was all over the place, but I guess it's just in the Midwest. I don't know if they're going to roll it out to everywhere. But one thing that was cool about being part of MB2 and being part of a group is that we got out of that. So I don't know if that's going to become like the norm. I hope not. But I guess that just makes me feel a little bit better about being part of a group. So Yeah, props to MB2 for that. And if anyone's thinking about it, please reach out to me. I'm always happy to talk to people who are going through that transition. So things are kind of nuts in in the world now, right? Yep. So today I want to talk about nuts. I want to talk about my own nuts. Is that weird? No, I want to talk about an experience I had. I finally got a vasectomy. You know, I had my first consultation for a vasectomy and this was uh, four years ago. Okay. After we had our second, I'm like, okay, I'm done let's do this. And I never went and got it done because I just, you know, it's just not something you want to do. It's it's like going to the dentist, you know, it's kind of like that. So me and my wife had a little bit of a scare where we thought she might be pregnant. She wasn't, but we thought, and that really put in perspective where we said, okay, what are we going to do? Is this something we want? So we finally decided that, yeah, we're probably not going to go back to diapers and, and car seats and all that stuff. And we're just done having kids. So I went and had the vasectomy. So I'm going to talk about the experience. And I think it's a really good example because it it was just really horrible. (laughs) And it has a lot of of lessons to be learned for us. So I'm just going to tell my experience with this. It illustrates a lot of points of things that I believe how a business and an an experience industry should should be run. And I'm just going to go through what I did. So first of all, I Googled. This is what I type into Google. I put no scalpel vasectomy because I wanted the no scalpel, no needle vasectomy. And because ain't no scalpels or no needles going to be touching my weebles. So that was the kind that I wanted. So I looked for that. I found a website that was decent. Now, nobody has reviews. Nobody, nobody, nobody. None of these people, none of these urology clinics, none of these places that do vasectomies around me have reviews. So that's lesson number one. (laughs) Like I'm looking for someone to share what their experience with doing business with reviews like. So that's very important to have reviews. If you're not getting reviews, use some automated service, something like that. But please have reviews. I found a place that had four reviews, okay? And they were all four positive, so okay. But I mean, this is like four reviews over like the past like four years. So I'm like, why is nobody writing a review? Or why is nobody writing reviews about any of these vasectomy clinics? Because is anyone having a good experience doing this? Like, I'm just like looking at this like, this is going to suck. I don't want to do this. We need reviews. So I called to make an appointment. It says press one for questions for billing, press two for making an appointment. So I press two and it goes directly to an answering machine for me to leave my name and number and we will call you back to get you an appointment. So seriously, answer your damn phones. I mean, you're not going to answer the phone. I'm going to leave a message. You're going to call me back. Okay, so that's that's the first barrier now. You'll be interested to hear how many more come up as, as my experience goes on. Now she calls me back. 
and she sets up an appointment. Thank God I answered my phone because if I didn't answer my phone, I, I would hope she gave me a direct number to call her back or I didn't have to call back and leave another message. But now they only have four locations, but they're not in every office on every day. So you to see the location that's by my house, it's only on Wednesdays and I can only come in for a consultation between 11 and 3. That's all I can do. And I have to come in for a consultation again because the last one I did was like four years ago and I never acted on it. Thinking about that, how restricted are the hours? Now, we feel so horrible when we don't totally accommodate with our patients in their hours. But in reality, man, what a service that we offer our patients that when we have late hours or early hours or we are flexible. It sucks when I think the medical industry gets they're allowed to do that, but we're not to. But you know what? I, I just think it's a great thing to do to have night hours. So that's another thing. So so I have to schedule in this restricted thing, which, you know, I had two weeks off coming up in August. So I just did it then. Cool. This is the next part. And this was the part that I think was the weirdest is they tell me, OK, go on our website. There is a page that says before your vasectomy, call your insurance. I need to call my medical insurance and I need to ask them what the coverage is on these like three or four codes. And I told her, I said, I don't, I don't really want to do that. And she's like, well, if you don't do that, we won't know what to charge you. And you'll have to pay full fee and wait for the insurance to close. And then we'll refund you if there's any difference. And I'm like, I would rather do that. And she's like, well, I don't know if you can. Like, you, you need to call and, and get these codes. And I'm like, I don't want to call my insurance company and, like, wait on hold. I'm not doing that, you know. So I said, I would just pay full fee and they can refund me after the claim close. Seriously? You're going to make me call my own insurance? Like, how hard are they making this? I hope you're sensing it's getting very difficult to do business with these people. And you're probably wondering why I continued to follow through this. Anyway, I was scared. I thought my wife was pregnant. I thought we were having another kid. I was scared, guys. I had to go. I had to do it. So I don't call my insurance. She calls me two weeks before the appointment to ask what my insurance said about those four, three or four codes. I said, I explained again, I'm not calling them. I don't want to do this. I don't have time to do this. I'm not calling the damn insurance company. I prepaid over the phone the full fee so that they would schedule me, okay? Then she asked me as well, and there was a form in my folder she gave me in my consultation that I was supposed to sign, that I have to sign, and I have to return it to her by email, and after I email it, I need to call her to verify that she received it, to which I did not call. I did email it, but I did not call. I'm like, come on, are you ridiculous? How many steps is there to just getting a damn procedure done, right? This is crazy. Finally, you know, I go in for my procedure, not to mention that no confirmations, no appointment reminders, nothing, not a dang thing, nothing. No, they didn't remind me at all. I was showing up. I'm like, I wonder if I even have an appointment. <laughs> you go in the room. Guy's got no assistant, no, nothing to do in the room. It's just quiet. It's just him and me talking. I'm on like 10 milligrams of Valium. So I'm like just talking about everything. And I'm like, dude, you need to get an assistant. And he's like, what would what, what an assistant do? Like, I don't need an assistant. What are they going to do? Like, hand me stuff? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I don't need anyone to hand me stuff. And I'm like, well, for one, they could have, like, suctioned up that big plume of cloud smoke that just came up my balls. Yeah, you got a good laugh of that. Like, yeah, this is funny. Like, we're, we're, like, using a laser. And if my assistant doesn't suction, like, up all that, like, smoke and we smell burning, I'm like, oh, God, they smell themselves burning. This guy's just, like, lighting a fire in my crotch. And it's just, like, the whole room's, like, a black cloud. So that, that happened, and then I went home. There was no follow-up calls. There was no how you doing. There was nothing, no follow-up at all. So the lessons with that is, like, you know, maybe we can put some TVs on the ceiling, you know, for the experience while you're in there. We should be doing follow-up calls. They mean something. I mean, I don't want to talk to them. I just want to see that they reached out and they care about me. Don't they care about me? There's so many things in this experience that could have been better. They put up a million barriers to getting it done. 
if I finally get to call them, I get to that point, I leave them a message, but maybe I miss that when they call me back. It's like an inefficient scheduling system. I have to send them a form. I have to call them and make sure they get it. I have to call my own insurance. Like how many barriers are we putting up for our patients to get treatment done? We should make it as easy as possible. And then the whole experience of it. You know, I left some other things out too. Like when I was scheduling it, I'm like, I can't come that week because we're going to my lake house in Michigan. And she's like, oh gosh, you're going out of state? Are you vaccinated? Yeah, I'm vaccinated. Well, you're going to have to provide your vaccination status or we're not going to schedule you. So I was like, fine. I never provided it and they still scheduled me. But it's just like, dude, like, chill. Why are you making this so hard to get done? I don't want to get this done already. But yeah, like, let's really look at our process at our dental offices. And let's think about what are the steps that the patients go through to get things done? Because nobody wants dentistry just as much as I didn't want my vasectomy. So we need to look at what is our patient experience? What is the steps that we're taking through? What are the requirements? What are the hoops we're making them jump through? Are we making them do too much? There was one point where we were updating medical histories, and I didn't realize this because we were using paperless system, but we were having them pretty much fill out new patient paperwork again. And I said, why can't we just like have one form that says, has there been any changes in medication? Has there been any recent surgery? It's just like three questions. Yes, no, yes, no. If so, write it. Why is it we making it so difficult? So like, look at your processes and figure out what you do. Now, you're probably wondering, how did it go? Nothing about my experience was good. Nothing about it was good, except when I, when I was there, you know, there was smoke going up. I liked the doctor. You know, we were laughing. I was having a good time. I was all high in Valium. And I came home and I felt pretty good. <laughs> I didn't really have any pain or anything. I mean, the first day I may have... I may have like, you know, laid in bed and when every time I rolled over, I was like, oh, uh, you know, had my wife take care of me and because that's always nice to, you know, to be taken care of. So, yeah, I milked it. I milked it for the first day. It didn't hurt at all, but I milked it. And I, I admitted this to my wife on the third day because on the second day, I was like, you know, I, I didn't take anything. I didn't take any painkillers or anything. So it was, it was really good. My experience was really good in that regard as far as the, the procedure went and the post-operative symptoms and stuff like that. Yeah, I was, I was happy with it in that regard. But it was just like a horrible experience from the beginning to the end. But would I recommend this person to someone? Yes, I would with the disclaimer saying, hey, they're really a pain in the ass to deal with. But I had very little pain afterward, and that was good. And my wife got me like a vasectomy care kit or care package or something, which was kind of interesting. It was just a bunch of like just snacks in there, like ding-dongs and and like on Ding Dong, she wrote like, no more dings from your dong. And there were some nutty buddies in there and it said like, goodbye, farewell, nutty buddies. And there were some mini donuts in there and she covered, crossed out dough and put no, like mini no nuts. And some Nutella and it said, I bet your nuts hella hurt. So, it's, so I think the milk duds said something about shooting duds. I don't remember, but it, it was cute. It was funny. I'm glad I went through that. I hope I never have to go through that ever again. I mean, you're not supposed to, but I guess you're supposed to get tested and maybe sometimes you do have to go through it again. That is my story about my vasectomy experience for your Labor Day weekend. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you can take some lessons from it and really look at your practice and, you know, make things easy for our patients. You know, we think about it, we go to the Apple store, you go places where they have like the little iPads where they can check out on the iPad. You know, they make it easy. You can take payment right there. Just make it easy for our patients, guys. They don't want to have this treatment done just as much as I didn't want to have the vasectomy done. So look at your processes. Make it easy. And if you are prolonging or putting off or procrastinating getting your vasectomy and you're in the Chicago area, I got a guy. All right, cool. You guys have a great Labor Day weekend. I hope you already did. And we will talk to you next time. Take care.